Thanks for joining us for Access Utah. Before we jump into today's spotlight on your favorite nonprofit or individual doing good in your community, uh, we have some unfinished business from yesterday. We uh, revisited a program from October. Um, this uh, phenomenon that uh, at least I've uh, noticed, uh, a growing number of people disengaging from news, disengaging from politics, uh, politics just uh, having become uh, so negative and bruising. Um, and uh, so we had uh, Jason Gilmore from USU and uh, University of Utah Law Professor Ronell Anderson-Jones. A very interesting discussion, a lot of response then. And uh, upon our uh, repeating the program, we had this response uh, from Louise in uh, Southern Utah. Louise says, Hi, Tom. Interesting program today. Rather than pulling back, my husband and I are more engaged than ever, partly because we see the Trump administration as posing an existential threat to things we hold dear. Our planet's health, our wonderful public lands, the well-being of future generations, the truth itself, and perhaps world peace. Like some we know, it's very hard to listen to President Trump speak. But listen, we do, because we have to know what's happening and learn how to prevent the damage he is doing. Best regards, Louise. Thanks for that, Louise. Keep that coming. We'll be uh, continuing to address this uh, topic and related topics as we go forward. Love to get your uh, perspective. Upraxis at gmail.com is the place to get your uh, your comment. Upraxis at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us today. We're heartened by all the good being done in our communities by dedicated individuals and nonprofits. They sometimes don't get the recognition they deserve, and you may want to help but don't know where or how. Today we're opening the phone lines, email, and Twitter to give you the opportunity to spotlight a nonprofit or individual doing good in your community. Uh, so we would love to hear from you. I already have some emails lined up from some great nonprofits. Uh, thank you for that. We'll, uh, we'll get to you. Uh, you could uh, email us as well. Um, an individual would be great. If you know an individual doing uh, good in your community, uh, spotlight them or a nonprofit. Upraxis at gmail.com. Upraxis at gmail.com. Especially love to hear from, uh, say, the Uwana Basin or Southern Utah or other areas. Uh, what we have right now, and usually what we have is is uh, Cache Valley centric, and that's wonderful. Highlights some great big, uh, good being done in Cache Valley, but I'd love to hear from other areas as well. Uh, so, simple email can uh, can you can spotlight your favorite individual or, or nonprofit. Upraxis at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Upraxis, or you could call us 800 826 1495. 800 826 1495. Joining us for the hour is Amy Anderson, Director of Outreach for Sunshine Terrace Foundation and Spiritual Counselor with Sunshine Hospice in Logan. Thanks for coming back in. Thanks so much for having me again. Tom, this is always such a great hour to spend to get uplifted in here about all the good that's being done. Yeah, that's that's an aspect of this that I, I think one of the reasons we originally started doing this, right? The, the news is pretty depressing. It is very it's, depressing. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good to remember that there's a lot of good being done. Absolutely, and you know that that to me is one of the significant parts about living here, particularly in Cache County, but here in the state of Utah. When you look at statistics, our state as a whole volunteers more than any other state in the nation, and I think that's reflected in all these great organizations and great individuals. Yeah, um, I wanted to ask you about the, the, the yesterday's program, disengagement, mm-hmm. um, and so I think some people are disengaging from at least national politics, national news. I don't know if you've noticed anything on the local level. You're, you're, another hat you wear is the member of the uh, Logan City Council, right? That's, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, this year I actually have the honor of serving as the chair. Okay. Um, and it's really interesting. I, 
sometimes felt disheartened because there would be 20, 30 people in the audience. But I've since realized that because of technology and people having a computer in their pocket with their phone, that many people are actually engaging through the Facebook Live stream that we have. Um, in fact, I looked last week and we had over a thousand citizens that were mm. watching um engaging. So even though people aren't there, sometimes we might feel like people are disengaged. But if we dig a little bit further, we'll find that they are. As as you may know, sometimes people write very interesting letters to the editor here at mm -hmm. our local paper. So you can see that people are paying attention, especially on the local level. Yeah. Do you get any response uh, when you're in the grocery store or whatever? That's so what I've learned is I have to allow an extra 20 minutes when I go to the grocery oh, store yeah, now because, right. you know, people who do know me and do recognize me will stop and ask questions about what we're doing. Um, you know, hot topics right now in, the, in our city are some of the things that we're doing with the center block area, um, the plastic management program that we're working with with the county, the emergency medical services. So there's definitely topics that people are engaged in and want to know more information or even just what my personal stance is on yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that's very heartening, especially the thousand people tuning in by Facebook Live. I that's, agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's turn to uh, Nanette Alstrom uh, with 100 Cash Valley Women Who Care. Before we get into that, uh, we were talking before we went on the air about this whole disengagement thing, and you said you've you've noticed that North Logan, yes, North Logan. Does, a, does a feed. Yes, they it. also have a Facebook Live feed of city council meetings. And if you have subscribed and you happen to have your computer on, that Facebook Live will kind of pop up and start playing, and you can you can watch it while you're doing other tasks, but you can follow along. And yeah. it's, it's been actually very informative. Yeah, so, uh, so it helps you stay in touch with your absolutely, city yeah, Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yep. Yeah. One thing, too, I, I, just a reminder to people that we are in the legislative session mm -hmm. and our state legislators are at the county, old county courthouse every Saturday morning at 730. 7.30. I've been going and it the room has been full. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely local interest, too, in our state politics and, and our state politicians' stance on different issues. People submit questions. Um, they run out of time. Um, and then they're available there to answer other people's questions. So I, ha I have seen that. At least here in Cache Valley, people are very interested on both the local and the state level and what's mm. happening. Oh, it's wonderful. That, that makes you feel good. Uh, by the way, uh, um, um, talk to a representative from the Crossroads Urban Center in uh, Salt Lake City. Um, I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, I can't help you on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, he, we talked about issues that are important to Crossroads Urban Center. But it, I said, is there anything else you want to say? And at the very end of our conversation, he said, get in touch with your legislator. And he, and he said, Utah is is a pretty – they make it pretty easy for mm -hmm. you to get a hold of your legislator. Absolutely. In fact, I emailed one of our legislators last night, and within an hour I got an email back from him. So they are they are very responsive. Um, by the way, I'm, I am Googling Crossroads Urban Center because I don't want to neglect. Um, let's see it. Let's see. The world at your fingertips. The world at my fingertips, <laughs> and yet I can't. Uh, I'll get that later in the program. I, I apologize uh, for, for blanking on your name if you're, if you're tuned in. Uh, but let's, uh, let's turn uh, uh, to Nanette Alstrom. So tell us about 100 Cash Valley Women Who Care. So 100 Cash Valley Women Who Care, we are a group of women who have organized and we get together once a quarter, so four times a year. We meet for about 
an hour. We try to keep the meeting short and sweet. Uh, we listen to three nonprofit organizations. Uh, they have to be uh, nominated by a member, but then they get the opportunity to speak to us for about five, ten minutes. They basically give us their elevator pitch. They tell us their purpose, their goals, and their needs. And then we do a quick ballot, and whichever organization receives the most votes, we write a check for $100 to them right that evening. So we were trying, our goal, our goal is to get to 100 women, obviously, and that uh, enables us to give $10,000 a quarter mm. to a local, we're trying to keep it local, a local nonprofit organization. Yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, so it, what's, what's kind of the range of organizations that... We have given to um, the Cash uh, Daughters of the Utah Pioneer. Uh, we've given to Adoptive Family Coalition, Engelman Syndrome, a local group that's helping people with that very specific syndrome. See uh, Me is one of our uh, recipients. World Joy, that's a group out of Ghana. We've helped Sub for Santa. We've also helped the Bear River Senior Companion uh, Program, Common Ground, English Learning Center, um, Bear River Head Start. We've got a whole list because we've been we've been giving since 2017. Mm. Oh, that's so. wonderful. Uh, so tell us again how people can uh, so can you get can involved. you can find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. It's 100 Cash Valley Women Who Care, and on there there we have a, a I guess a web page, and there are links on that Facebook page where you can either fill out the form and join us. You can ask questions. Those kinds of things. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, well, we appreciate that. Um, so this we'll... is an organization that I got involved with about three years ago, and I think to me what is really intriguing is that rather than setting up yet another 501c3, um, this group of women that have been spearheaded by Nanette have um, given all of us the ability to make more of an impact. I know working at a nonprofit, if you, you never – you never want to dismiss a gift of any size, but when you have a huge need, going out and soliciting $100 here or $500 there can be really time intensive. And so the fact that this is an opportunity to go and present and for that significant amount of money that can really make a difference in whether or not a program is successful or they're able to launch something new, I just think it's a very inspiring group of women. And it, they're people of all ages, of all political all, persuasions. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, yep. it's, it's, it's a great opportunity, too, to network with other women. So I would encourage you, if, if you have that desire to do good in your community and you're not sure where to start, this is a great place. If you support an organization by being a member, you have the ability to nominate that organization right. that, that is important to you so that they have that opportunity to present and, and to be eligible for, for the generosity of these women that gather. Right. Mm, wonderful. And I'll just say, uh, I didn't spearhead it. I'm, a, I'm just a very active member. Mm. Um, Alyssa Grohl, who's a full-time school teacher, she amazes me. She saw an article in the paper and said, uh, about a group in Salt Lake, and said to some friends, "We need to, we need to do this in Cache Valley." And so she, a very busy person, got her friends on board, and they kind of started this. So we're we're kind of growing. We have 165 women on our membership list, but about 60, 65 people actually write a check actively. So right now our giving is 
you know, we're kind of topping out at $6,500 or so. Um, we would love to be able to really hit that $10,000 mark. So we'd love to have members. And let me also say, it's not just women. We are 100 Cash Valley people who care. So we won't turn away anyone who wants to join us and wants to give. All right. Wonderful. Alert uh, my guests to put on their headphones because we have a couple of calls. Um, so be, uh, we have uh, Mindy Yadokos with, with the RSVP uh, program of Cash and Rich Counties. And uh, after her, we'll talk to Lila Geddes from uh, Sunshine Terrace Foundation, who, Amy, I suppose I, you know. I do know her quite okay, well. Okay, <laughs> very good. Um, but before we go to Mindy, um, let me say it's Bill Tibbetts. The answer to the question is Bill Tibbetts, <laughs> Crossroads Urban Center. I apologize, Bill. Um, I talk to him every year around the legislative session. He's the associate director of Crossroads Urban Center and, and uh, with the Coalition of Religious uh, Communities. Um, and I'll put a, a shout out to Crossroads Urban Center. They do a lot of good in, uh, in Salt Lake City. Um, which assists and organizes Utahns with low incomes, those with disabilities, people of color to meet basic survival needs and address essential issues affecting quality of life. Uh, so let's go uh, next to uh, Mindy uh, Dokos with the RSVP uh, program. Uh, Mindy, did I say your last name correctly? You, you did, yeah, good job. Mindy uh, Dokus. Uh, Dokus, okay, <laughs> great. great. <laughs> uh, so tell us about the RSVP program. Sure. Yeah, it's um, so it stands for the Retired and Senior Volunteer Program, and we cover all of Cash and Rich counties. So the idea behind the program is to uh, put to work people in our community who are 55 and older who want to give back. Um, and the the goal, you know, behind this organization is to support older adults in the community, whether they're um, adults who are isolated, maybe don't have family or friends um, that are that can support them as much as, as they would like, or caregivers in the community, somebody who cares for someone in their home that has dementia or another related illness. Oh, it sounds like a wonderful program. And you're in, you're in Cash and Rich Counties? Yep, yep. Our, our main office is um, in Logan. But yeah, we, we um, are recruiting volunteers all throughout Cash County and also over in Rich County as well. So, and we're actually recruiting volunteers as well as we're looking for the people who would like to receive services currently too. Okay, if you need the service. Um, yes, yeah. So in either in either case, uh, how, how do we contact you? So my the best way to get in touch with me is to give me a call, um, 435-760-4472. Um, and, and once... Once, once you get in contact with me, um, I set up an appointment so that I can come get to know you, whether you want to volunteer or whether you're a caregiver in the community or, um, you know, you could be an older adult or you could be, you know, the son or daughter or a family member or neighbor of, of an older adult that's interested in the program. Um, but I like to come out and, and, and get to know each person. Um, a big part of our program is, is kind of a, a matching, you know, we, we have each volunteer is matched individually with someone to go then and, and support, uh, visit on a regular basis, kind of um, create a relationship, a meaningful relationship. And so that's a big, a big piece of getting started is just allowing me to get to know each person um, to therefore match them with somebody that they'll have a good experience with. And tell us once again what RSPP stands for. 
Retired and Senior Volunteer Program. So all the volunteers, they have to be 55 or older to participate as a volunteer. Mm, yeah. Well, it sounds like a wonderful uh, opportunity to, to serve and, and be served. Uh, so tell us the number once again. So it's 435-760-4472. And that's a cell phone, so you can call or text that number as well. Okay, that's uh, Mindy Dokus with RSVP Program. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks. Uh, let's turn to Lila Geddes so with the uh, Sunshine Terrace Foundation. Uh, Lila, thanks for calling. Good morning, Tom, and good morning, Amy. Good morning, I'm Lila. happy to be okay. visiting with you this morning. <laughs> good, good, to, good to be with you. Uh, so uh, it, it, I assume you want to talk about the Sunshine Terrace Foundation. Well, yes, I do, actually. And I, I just wanted to, I heard you talking about the, the, Amy talking about volunteers, and I just was looking at some statistics for Sunshine Terrace Foundation, and we logged in over 42,000 volunteer hours uh, last year with, with people helping to care for uh, the residents who live here and the people who are cared for in our community. And so I just, I'm a big fan of volunteerism. So anyone who would like to volunteer, we, we welcome them with open arms. Uh, and I wanted to talk about... Yeah. Go ahead. Quickly, um, I, you know, I grew up in Cache Valley and I had, my mother was cared for at Sunshine Terrace Foundation and so was were several other relatives. But until I had the privilege of joining our 350 volunteer task force here, I did not know all of the things that that Sunshine Terrace does. So hopefully we can have a chance to talk for a second about some of those things and answer any questions you have. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tell, tell us uh, some of the high points. Well, we, we just have a, a full continuum of care for seniors and actually for others who need perhaps short-term rehabilitation after surgery. We provide long-term skilled nursing care. And one thing that we're very excited about right now is our memory care unit is just being renovated. We hope that it will be completed by March, mid-March, and it's going to be a beautiful facility for loved ones who who need some special care to be in a beautiful, uh, home-like environment that will help improve their quality of life. And so I'm really excited about that. We've done some fundraising for it and had some good response. And so we're looking forward to that being done. We also provide, you know, home health and hospice, private duty care, and then we have our assisted living facility, Terrace Grove. If you ever want to come and go on a tour there, we, we welcome you to do that and have lunch in our in our beautiful dining room. So I was just amazed at how how many different things are available to provide. Um, a better quality of life to bring more to life to our residents in Cache Valley. Yeah, it sounds like some wonderful things being done. Uh, by the way, there's a there's a one of our phone lines. Uh, person dropped the call. I think I'm hearing a. I'm not sure if that's on our end. There we go. Yeah. Um, so how how can people? Uh, what ways can people get involved, Lila? Well, the very best one, and, and as I got up this morning and saw what the temperature was, because we really never know each morning what, what to put on, um, spring is on its way. And the first day of spring is March 19th, which is also our benefit concert. Kate McLeod will be doing a benefit concert for Sunshine Terrace Foundation, and so we welcome everybody 
to uh, join us in Embracing Spring with an evening of wonderful music by by Kate McLeod, who is donating her her time. Uh, and we will have some food trucks there with delicious food. And the cost of the tickets is $35, which will benefit Sunshine Terrace. We're a nonprofit, so we appreciate any any support that we receive is it goes to some really good use and we would love to have everyone join us it's at the Whittier Center on March 19th so if you would like to get tickets we can we can sell them online at sunshineterrace.org or you can call me directly and my number is 435-754-0203 all right, that sounds like a great, and uh, that's that's great of Kate McLeod to do that uh, for for you yeah, guys. Kate yeah, Kate McLeod is is a folk artist. She she does Celtic music. She will bring some members from the band Shanahi, and so she's wonderful vocalist, fiddler, guitar player, and we're really looking forward to welcoming spring and um, in a in a way to support Sunshine Terrace Foundation. So I appreciate the opportunity to talk about that. So oh. one, one quick thing, too. Bridger Folk Music Society is also helping to sponsor this for oh, Sunshine wonderful. Terrace. So wonderful. We're, we're really pleased that they've that they've seen um, a way to help us as well. Yeah, that's a great organization as well. Uh, well, Lila, uh, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's Lila Geddes from uh, Sunshine Terrace Foundation. We have uh, with us um, uh, Amy Anderson, who's uh, Director of Outreach for Sunshine Terrace Foundation and Spiritual Counselor with Sunshine Hospice in uh, Logan. Also in studio, Nanette, Al- Al- Nanette Alstrom with 100 Cash Valley Women Who Care. Um, and uh, let's let's take a break, uh, and then let's get to some emails. I think we have uh, approaching 10 emails uh, lined up, so... A lot of uh, a lot of great response. Thank you so much, and uh, you can but don't let that discourage you. Get your spotlight in. You can call us 800-826-1495, 800-826-1495, or uh, email us to upraxcess at gmail We're doing a nonprofit and individual spotlight. People doing good in the community. We'll have more following this. Thanks for joining us for Access Utah. We are uh, doing one of our periodic uh, individual and nonprofit spotlights. Uh, we're heartened by all the good being done in our communities, and uh, people and, and organizations do, sometimes don't get the recognition they deserve. 
And perhaps you may want to help but don't know where and how. There's a lot of opportunities and uh, love to have you spotlight your favorite nonprofit or or individual doing good in your community. We have with us Amy Anderson, Director of Outreach for Sunshine Terrace Foundation. Also in studio, Nanette Alstrom from 100 Cash Valley Women Who Care. Here's how to get a hold of us. UPRaccess at gmail.com. UPRaccess at gmail.com. Or you can call us 800-826-1495. 800-826-1495. Nanette, you wanted to put another plug in for people to contact uh, your organization, right? Yes, we our next meeting, we actually have the meeting set for the entire year, but our next meeting will be April 15th, uh, usually probably at Spring Creek Middle School. And I just would like to tell all of our nonprofit organizations that we are always looking for an opportunity to give. So please get in contact with us. Go find us on our Facebook page. We would love to get to know even more of the um, organizations in our community and and give. So All right. we're always looking for that. And how, how could people get a hold of you? So our, our Facebook page is 100, the number, Cache Valley Women Who Care. And from there they can find uh, links to our, our forms and contact information. All right. Great. Uh, Amy, maybe uh, uh, spotlight a couple of organizations for us? Sure. So um, one organization that I think most of us know about is the Allen and Alice Stokes Nature Center here in Cache Valley. It's the local nature center and outdoor exploration hub for people of all ages. They're near the mouth of Logan Canyon, and they just launched their new strategic plan. So they're encouraging people to go to their website, LoganNature.org to see what their plans are for the next three years. While they're there, they can also see the upcoming concert list for their Canyon Jams, which happen every summer. And if you've never been to one of those, it's super fun. You bring a lawn chair, bring a picnic, and go sit outside near the near the river and and enjoy music in nature. Um, and they also have a listing there on their website about all the new program that they have for arts camps for children, for adults, their art, their author series, which will actually start on March 26th and more. So again, it's nature, logannature.org, or you can reach them at 435-755-3239. All right. Yeah, they do a lot of, a lot of great things there. They sure do. And I mean, I know for many of us, that's the reason we moved to Cache Valley is to have that connection with nature. So it's yeah. great to kind of pair that that giving back. One of the other organizations that I've recently become aware of uh, just won the Nonprofit of the Year Award from the Cache Chamber of Commerce, which was on Friday evening, and that's the Little Lambs Foundation. Um, in the state of Utah, there's an average of 2,900 children in the foster care system at any given time, and Little Lambs was set up to provide comfort kits for individual um, children as they are leaving their home and entering the foster care system. They said uh, that during a foster care removal, children are really removed really quickly, often from very neglectful or dangerous situations, and are often leaving without anything because that child's safety is the first priority of, of social workers and police officers. So often their personal items are left behind. So they provide a bag or a backpack with items to provide comfort, support, and hope to these littlest community members and at a time that's really the most traumatic of their lives. They also feature a diaper bank um, to provide families access to diapers, wipes, and other basic necessities. Um, 
diapers cost about 70 to $80 per month for a family. And that's one item that cannot be obtained with food stamps or through the WIC program. So it's often a really great need um, for individuals. Um, so they do provide diaper banks. So they're located here in Logan. At 1125 West, 400 North, Suite 200. Um, they're open Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 10 to 1, Thursdays from 4 to 7. And if you'd like to get in touch with them, um, you can reach them at 435-764-4439. Um, the foster, the, the backpack program is, you don't need to income qualify, that's just linked. But for the diaper program, they do have income guidelines. If you are a foster parent, you can also participate in that. So you can um, bring your ID and the foster child's paperwork and they'll they'll help you with that. But again, just a really great new organization here began in Cache County and is now providing services across the state. Mm, that's wonderful. Uh, let me, uh, or I think you've got this in front of you, uh, Amy, the uh, Logan Pride organization uh, emailed us, I think both you and me, and they've got some uh, events coming up. They sure do. So um, the Logan Pride just recently relocated to new space. They are now at 69 East, 100 North in Logan. It's the location that um, Global Village used to be in, right next to the St. John's Episcopal Church. Uh, let me give you their phone number, too, so that you can follow up with them for some more direct information. It's 435-227-5824. And they offer a great number of support services. They have a Cash Valley Men's Dining Group. They have a brown bag lunch every month for parents and allies of the LGBT. BTQ community. They have, um, they're having a charity dinner um, coming up with, uh, with bingo. They have a youth maker class. They have a sage group, which is for individuals 50 and older that meets on Sundays at 11 o'clock every week. Um, they provide tutoring for uh, middle school through high schoolers every Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. Um, and again, their open hours are Mondays from 1 to 4, Tuesdays from 1 to 8, Wednesdays 1 to 4, Thursdays 4 to 6, and Fridays 8.30 to 11.30. Um, and the, it is primarily volunteer run. But again, if you'd like some more information, please give them a call at 435-227-5824. All right. If you just joined us, we're uh, shining a spotlight on your favorite uh, nonprofit or individual doing good in your community. It doesn't have to be Cache Valley. If uh, We'd love to highlight... Uh, Eastern Utah, Southern Utah, uh, Central, uh, Western Utah. And uh, you can reach us by email to upraxis at gmail.com, upraxis at gmail.com. And um, we, uh, you can call us, 800-826-1495, 800-826-1495. I uh, got a call from Nancy with Utah Water Watch. Uh, she had sent an email in and uh, want to make sure we got to her email. So let's, let's go there right now. I'll find... Uh, Nancy's uh, email here. Um, so she says, for people who love to get outside, Utah Water Watch is a great way to learn more about local uh, a local water body, while also helping uh, keep our waters clean and free of uh, pollution. Citizen volunteers visit their sites at least once a month from spring through fall, collecting samples and making important observations. All data are then entered into a National Citizen Science Database. USU Water Quality Extension trains, supplies, and supports all Water Watch volunteers. This is a great outdoor activity for all ages, including youth groups and clubs. For more information, Google Utah Water Watch. Utah Water Watch. 
Thanks for the opportunity to share. That is uh, uh, Nancy from uh, from. Uh, Nancy Mester from USU, uh, who's highlighting uh, Utah Water Watch. Uh, so thanks for that, Nancy. Um, let's see. Let's um, let's go next to uh, let's see. This is Julie, who's highlighting the Utah Conservation Corps Urban Community Farm. Uh, the acronym is UCCUCF. I, I mentioned that because she uses that several times during the email. So uh, when we say UCCUCF, that's the Utah Conservation Corps Utah Urban Community Farm. Uh, the Urban Community Farm is a civic engagement and education program at Utah State University providing opportunities to participate in a community food security project and conservation-focused uh, urban farm. The UCC-UCF trains individuals in seasonal agriculture production by partnering with a variety of uh, community organizations. The uh, UCC-UCF successfully uh, donates thousands of pounds of fresh seasonal crops to the low-income and food-insecure community throughout the year. The project strives to increase participation in civic agriculture, train individuals in sustainable seasonal agricultural production, improve self-reliance and home gardening skills, and improve healthy food access for the community. Just this summer, UCCUCF uh, donated over 4,000 pounds of fresh produce to a variety of local organizations. The unprecedented year-round production of fresh, healthy produce makes Utah State's uh, Urban Community Farm a model example for other projects looking to establish a thorough food recovery system, all the while emphasizing the importance of fresh, healthy food year-round. Presently, the Urban Community Farm is one of uh, seven university uh, campuses under the Utah Food Corps Initiative, a newly established AmeriCorps project responding to improving uh, community and student, student food security by expanding existing hunger and food security efforts and by strengthening collaborations across various higher education institutions. Those interested in volunteering can contact the farm, uh, uccucf at gmail.com. That's uccucf at gmail.com. We're talking there about the uh, Utah Conservation Corps Urban Community Farm. So thanks for that, uh, Julie. Appreciate appreciate that. Uh, next up is um, Sarah, who's uh, doing a volunteer spotlight. Hi, she says, saw your tweet. Um, imagine that's your tweet, Amy. Um, Possibly. Because I didn't tweet. <laughs> Not me. Uh, so it could have been, <laughs> been one of my producers. Uh, saw your tweet and would love to share about some incredible volunteers who've recently received the Lieutenant Governor's Volunteer Recognition Certificate. I didn't know there was such a thing. I didn't either. Uh, so thanks to our Lieutenant Governor for doing volunteer recognition. Uh, so first one up is Scott McKay. Scott McKay is a retired school teacher from the Juab School District who volunteers at the Juab uh, County Sheriff's Office. Mr. McKay comes into the jail weekly to teach and work with inmates and assist them in obtaining their GED certificates. Mr. McKay is so patient and kind as he works with inmates. He generally loves, cares, and worries about them, encourages them, and helps them to better themselves. The time and devotion he puts in when he's working with an inmate is inspiring. He's been environmentally thoughtful uh, way before it was trended to be green. He's been a great asset to our community and to the Juab County Sheriff's Office. So that's Scott McKay, who won uh, a, a Lieutenant Governor's Volunteer Recognition Certificate. Uh, she has uh, several here. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm going to have to shorten these up since there are many. I mean, that's a great thing that there are so many. <laughs> we do have time constraints. Uh, so we really do appreciate this, sir. Uh, so next one up is Madeline Crook. 
Madeline's been working with the Hispanic Outreach Branch of her local American Red Cross chapter through BYU's Center for Service and Learning for over a year. She's dedicated many hours to planning, presenting uh, CPR and basic first aid classes to local Hispanic uh, audiences. And additionally, additionally, she's been a key part of the organization's success with its home fire campaigns, a program where the organization reaches out to vulnerable neighborhoods and offers uh, free in-home smoke detector installation, many more things that Madeline Crook is doing. So thanks for that work. Doug Wood is up. He also won an award. Um, um, Annabella Town would like to honor Doug Wood for the significant contributions to our community through his time and dedication. He uh, serves as a role model for compassion and service and strives daily to make our community a better place. He also has a sincere passion for helping others in his or her community. Uh, Doug has served on various uh, town boards and been involved in many projects that have lasting and meaningful uh, impact on the town. So that's not a, a name, that's uh, the township of Annabella. Ah. Yeah, so uh, see, apparently Doug Wood is a integral member of the community there, so thank you uh, for that. Uh, including a, a project including installing 50 flagpoles in the Annabella Cemetery, one at the grave of each veteran. Uh, Doug Wood uh, spearheaded that, so that's wonderful. So I'll have to go look thing. at my map and find out where Annabella, Annabella is. Annabella, yeah, right? let's, let's, let's go to Annabella. Uh, next up to receive an award was uh, John Mulmer. John has been volunteering on Antelope Island's Trail Patrol for longer than anyone has uh, record. He's very active in his assignment as a Trail Patrol member, but he enthusiastically signs up to volunteer for other special events and programming. So that's John Mulmer. Dr. Rob Baird. Uh, received an award. He's been volunteering with Community Health Connect for nearly 10 years and is a member of our volunteer provider network and more recently as a member of our board of directors. He works as a dentist, owns his own practice, Cascade Family Dental here in Utah County. Not only does Dr. Baird donate more than 100 appointments to our patients each year, he's also always willing to see uh, nearly all the complicated or emergency cases that come through our doors. That's wonderful. Mark uh, Kudel. I hope I'm pronouncing him Cunell, uh, has become nearly a permanent fixture at the Kanab High School events. Mark has worked with community entities to develop a live stream program that allows Kanab High School fan to view athletic events from home via a live internet feed. He announces many of the games and has created an advertising program within the live stream uh, feed that generates money for Kanab uh, High School Athletic Fund for local businesses. Teaches uh, students sport filming skills as they work with him on streaming games. Uh, so that's wonderful. And the final to receive an award uh, is Sandy Huff. Sandy is a senior volunteer. Her husband and group of her senior friends have made it a weekly routine to help uh, Tabitha's Way Food Pantry any way they can. We call them Sandy and the Gang. Sandy is an amazing leader. Sandy and her crew have carried out important projects such as assembling closed bins that were all around Utah County. Uh, so that is Sarah Dorsey, Outreach Coordinator for You Serve Utah, and uh, she's thrown a spotlight on those receiving the Lieutenant Governor's Volunteer Recognition Certificate. Well, those are certainly individuals that are doing good in our community. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. That took us around the state. Thanks for that, uh, um, Sarah. Let's do one more and then perhaps uh, another one from, from you, Amy, and then take a break. Um, uh, Randall Bagley has emailed us. Uh, he said, if we could mention AgriBility of Utah, I'd appreciate it. AgriBility is a free, confidential program that helps farmers and ranchers with disabilities continue to farm and ranch. 
Please call 435-797-0350 or visit agrability.usu.edu for more information. Uh, it's a wonderful program. Uh, farming and ranching, one of the more dangerous occupations. Absolutely. And I think even, you know, you think about as we age, issues like arthritis or just sometimes people with chronic illnesses. So it doesn't just need to be a farm-related injury. There's many things that, that farmers need help with. And, oh, my gosh, without farmers... How could we all survive? So yeah. a great right. service that USU runs that program for them. And the the goal is to if 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 the organization can is get the get the person back working yep. in some aspect of agriculture. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So agribility. So you can call Randall at four three five seven nine seven zero three five zero, or you can visit the website uh, agribility.usu.edu. So I'd like to highlight a local individual. Um, her name is Kim Beckstead, and she's actually going to be speaking today at 3.30 at Terrace Grove Assisted Living as part of a Strive to Thrive series that's featuring local Cache Valley heroes with s- stories of their resiliency. Um, Kim and her husband will be talking about her recovery from a brainstem stroke. Um, this is a series that we've started that's going to be held monthly um, every second Tuesday from 3.30 to 5.00. Um, Kim is speaking today, as I mentioned, and then we've got John Cruz speaking in March and Richard Nielsen speaking in April. And I think this is just kind of a really interesting tie to a program that the UPR has just begun with their project resilience. I think we're learning through research um, how important it is to um, to not only your indi- yourself, but to our community to find ways to thrive after a challenging situation. And so if people are interested in learning more about Kim, they should swing by Terrace Grove today at 3.30 and and learn from the journey that she and her family have been on, how she went from not being able to speak or eat to now being back in her own home, helping to care for her young family. Oh, that's wonderful. 3.30 today. 3.30 today in the Terrace Grove sunroom. Okay. That sounds like a wonderful uh, opportunity. Well, let's take another break. Uh, when we come back, our final segment on our uh, community spotlight on uh, Nonprofits and individuals doing good in our community. You can still get us your email, uh, spotlight someone that you admire uh, or an, a nonprofit doing good. Uh, upraxcess at gmail.com, upraxcess at gmail.com, or 800 826 More following this.
Thanks for joining us. Uh, we are, uh, you're listening to Access Utah. I'm Tom Williams. We have with us in studio Amy Anderson, Director of Outreach for Sunshine Terrace Foundation. Also in studio, Nanette Alstrom with 100 Cash Valley Women Who Care. And we're hearing your nonprofit or individual uh, spotlights. A lot of people doing good in the community. We uh, want to give you recognition. And so you can help us to get that recognition to people and connect uh, you up with the uh, Nonprofit individual who uh, you can help uh, give service. Um, let's see. Uh, so I wanted to go to this uh, next. Uh, this is from Hillary Shugart with uh, Bridgeland Audubon Society. Uh, so we want to uh, highlight Bridgeland Audubon Society, but. Uh, uh, at the beginning of this, uh, Hillary uh, says, perhaps at the top of the hour you can remind people to include contact information. Sometimes callers take a lot of time. Not everybody's contact information is shared. And uh, she says it would be handy if UPR could devise a submission form for nonprofits for this uh, quarterly Access Utah program. That's a, that's a great idea. We'll that's a work great on idea. That, uh, where they could uh, highlight their contact and anything else. It would be an efficient way to collect and provide uniform promotion and then perhaps even post the name, website, contact, person, email, phone, et cetera, et cetera, um, uh, upcoming in the next month. I uh, include my phone number because there are people who listen to the radio and read the newspaper, do not lo- use the Internet or have email. That's a good point as well. Uh, so Hillary uh, highlights, of course, Bridgeland Audubon Society. It's a chapter of the National Audubon Society, the oldest conservation organization in the country. Bridgeland Audubon Society's mission is protecting the nature of uh, Utah for people and wildlife. Most of our programs are free and open to everyone, including an evening owling walk in Green Canyon on Friday. That sounds interesting. Uh, that's on Friday, February 21st, 6.30 to 9 p.m. We also sponsor Econet, a free email listserv promoting local environmental news and events. For more information, see our website, follow us on Facebook, or call 435-213-3668. I'll repeat that number, 435-213-3668. The web address is bridgelandaudubon.org. That's spelled A-U-D-U-B-O-N, bridgelandaudubon.org. Or you can call Hillary uh, Shugart, uh, 435-213-3668. Thanks for that, uh, Hillary. They do a, a lot of good. Um, let's uh, go next to uh, Katie Jensen, who's uh, associated, of course, with English Language Center of Cache Valley. Um, she says that the English, uh, thank you so much for spotlighting nonprofits. I've attached some about informa- information rather, about ELC, along with a flyer about our upcoming benefit dinner, which will be held uh, April 28th at the Cache Event Center at the Cache County Fairgrounds. This dinner is very important to our center. We use the funds from this to pay for English classes we provide for low-income refugees and other adult immigrants in our community. We're currently looking for a few more community members to help us on our fundraising community for this benefit dinner. We love our students. We believe lives are changed every day at the English Language Center. Again, thank you so much for all you do for the community. Katie Jensen, she gives her number, 435-881-4477. 435-881-4477, English Language Center of Cache Valley. And uh, that's the, their, uh, I'll give information on their circus-themed benefit dinner. Come one, come all, support the uh, our circus with a purpose. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, that uh, is happening um, as she said on April 28th, I think it was. Let me see. April 28th, Cash Event Center, Cash uh, County Fairgrounds. Um, and uh, let's see. Let me just get this uh, one more email in. We'll turn to uh, then we'll turn to Amy for a few 
a few things. Um, so Susan Jealous has emailed. Uh, she says, hi, Tom. Heard you're all talking about legislative session this morning. So I thought you might want to mention that the Cash Valley United for Change group is sponsoring a panel discussion about how to communicate effectively with your elected officials. The panel will include Logan Mayor Holly Danes, former Utah State Senator Ed Redd, Cache County Council Vice Chair Gina Worthen, and educator activist Jack Green. The event will be Wednesday, um, that's this Wednesday, the February 12th, Logan Library, Jim Bridger Room, 7 to 8 p.m. Uh, if you don't think this item fits your topic, understand what I think it does fit our topic. Thank you. <laughs> um, that is Susan Jealous. Uh, thank you for that. So that event is this Wednesday, Logan Library, Jim Bridger Room, starting at uh, 7 o'clock. So I have a couple of things. Um, for those, if you've missed it, and I would not know how you possibly could have missed it, but 2020 is the celebration of the, cen- of the century regarding women's suffrage. And I just want to highlight that there's going to be an event happening at the Logan Tabernacle on March 13th from 7 to 8 p.m., where uh, the organization up here in Cache County that's that's helping to spearhead that is bringing uh, three women up who are character speakers to uh, represent some conversations with three women who helped change America. It's featuring Martha Hughes Cannon, Emmeline Wells, and Susan B. Anthony. So um, everybody is invited to this. It's it's free. Um, it's an organization that's been sponsored by UPR, by Utah State University with their Year of the Woman. So I encourage you to come March 13th at 7 to the Logan Tabernacle to learn and celebrate with all the girls and women in your life um, this celebration of the century with uh with the right to vote for women and uh, Utah in and of itself being the first state where a woman casts a vote, which is pretty that's, exciting. That's true, yeah. There's another statewide organization that I, I think deserves some mention. It's called Turn Community Services. Um, they started out as Project Turn in 1973 with a group of parents who wanted to improve program services for their adult children with intellectual and developmental disabilities. They started residential programs in Ogden and in Bountiful. And now 40 years later, they're providing service to more than 850 people with developmental disabilities all across the state, from Brigham City to St. George. So if you are if you are a family um, that are looking for that ability for your loved one to have um, more living in a regular home setting, participating in community activities, and having a more independent social interaction, contact Turn Community Services. You can reach them at 435 435- Four two nine zero one nine eight, and again, they provide residential living, art center programs, summer camps, supported employment opportunities across the state of Utah. Uh, it's wonderful. Um, before you on to your next one, we have about two or three minutes left. I wanted to quickly acknowledge somebody's attic. Wonderful organization in Cache Valley. Uh, it's not just a thrift store, they say. It's what someone would call a second-hand store with a first-rate cause. So they were founded to uh, generate funds to help local organizations fund abuse prevention programs. And so the money that uh, you spend at somebody's attic uh, goes to CAPSA and to the family place. And I'm always shocked and surprised by the wonderful things I find both in their Smithfield and their Logan store. So if you're if you are if you're out shopping with Valentine's coming up, maybe maybe frequent somebody's attic instead of instead of buying it from Amazon. Yeah, there you go. Do a win win support a local organization and and have your taxes come here to Cash County. Right. (laughs) I know you wanted to to uh, highlight an individual. Yeah. Uh, So um, Terrell Warner was just recognized as the citizen of the year by the the cash chamber and I'm 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 sure many people are 
are familiar with Terrell. She is the victim advocate here in Cache County. Um, and one of the things that she spoke about on Friday at the event was to talk about the fact that they're now working to create a family justice center. Um, so she just has done so much great work, um, her ability to help support families during a really um, intense time of crisis has been um, so helpful to so many people here in our community. So just another shout out to Terrell for the amazing work that she's done and the dedication that she's provided to individuals and families here in Cache County as in her work as a victim advocate. Yeah, I second that. It's such a great, and, and her colleagues that do, that do that work as well. Thank you so much. Um, uh, before we close, we just have about a, a couple of minutes left. Uh, Nanette Alstrom, uh, your contact information again. 100 Cache Valley Women Who Care. Yes, uh, on Facebook, 100 Cache Valley Women Who Care. We do have a website, which is www.100womenwhocarecachevalley.com. So a little, same words, but in a little bit different order. You can also, you know, uh, reach out and try to find my contact information, as well as uh, just look for our information coming up about meetings. We are always happy. We're always, always looking for groups that we can donate to. So I've been keeping a list of all these amazing organizations, many of them that we know and have donated to or that we have heard from. And uh, so they'll be able to uh, come to our meetings, be sponsored again. Uh, If you've been sponsored in the year, you're eligible for the rest of the year to be sponsored. So we know all these groups, but there are still, you know, I've learned a few more today and one, I'm just Im- so impressed and encouraged by the the wonderful work that goes on in our community and amazing people who give of their time to help each other. And that's just, that's been the, the best thing about 100 Women Who Care, making contact with those groups in our community who are working so hard and doing fantastic things in our community. So. Yes, thank you. Thank you to everyone. Uh, and thanks for uh, thanks to you for coming in. Yes, thanks for having Annette. me. And uh, Amy Anderson, thank you so much. It's always coming. such a pleasure, Tom. I, yeah. I echo Nanette that it's. I leave here always feeling super inspired yeah. for um, the love that people have for their fellow human beings and, and the communities, no matter where they are across the state. Yeah. Uh, one at the end here, uh, Switchpoint Community Center in St. George. I wanted to highlight them. I had a chance this summer to, to go there and visit uh, their homeless shelter, and, um, abuse shelter as well, and uh, they do a lot of good. Uh, tomorrow we're going to have some fun with the Wyoming writer Craig Johnson, um, and uh, he has the latest uh, book in his uh, uh, series uh, coming out, so we'll be talking with him. Thanks for listening today. This is Utah Public Radio, a statewide service of Utah State University and the College of Humanities and Social Sciences. KUSR Logan, KUSK Vernal, KUSL Richfield, KUST Moab, KCEU Price, and KUSU FM Logan. Also heard online at upr.org.